Alright, we're back for episode 9 of the Pursuit of the Outdoors podcast and this is a really interesting one. Um, typically I interview like one-on-one interviews or just talking stuff about the outdoors but tonight I'm actually sitting in what I like to call it basically a round table discussion with three ladies that I've had a bit to do with over probably the last oh, three to four years in various capacities. I've got Rochelle here from Escaping Your Comfort Zone. I've got Andrea from Ladybirds on the Loose, and I've got Tamara from Melbourne Girls Outside. So welcome, ladies. Thank you. You're Thanks, welcome. John. No worries. Thank you, Thank you for coming over. Um, <laughs> just about to fall off the chair. Um, so I suppose the reason why I've got you here tonight and to talk on the podcast is you ladies all basically run what I consider to be the three biggest um, all-female outdoor groups in Melbourne. Um, Debatable, what do you want to call it? But in my opinion, that's what I believe. Um, so I suppose the first question is, and I'll go through each of you, is where did it start? Why did it start? And I suppose a bit of an origin story about you know your journey, for lack of a better term, in the uh, in the outdoors. So we might start with you, Tamara. Where did all, where did this all happen for you? Okay, so I'll start with my origin story yeah. about Melbourne Girls Outside. Um, yep. I'm one of three current running co-founders. Yep. So. I'll talk about my path yeah um, of course go for it so i uh didn't really used to hike only probably started about 18 months ago now yeah. um two years ago someone who was a running coach took me hiking up lake mountain and we went way too fast and way too far and i couldn't walk for a week wow. and didn't hike for six months yeah um, wow and then after that i started doing it with an ex-boyfriend of mine and it kind of got to the point where I, my interest in hiking surpassed his. Um, okay. Actually, Lockie will enjoy this. I had a different As Instagram. As in hiking with Lockie? Oh, hiking with Lockie. No, you changed Lockie the hiker. Lockie, Lockie the hiker. We all know him. Actually Shout out to you, Lockie. Hey, Lockie. Asked him a question on my personal Instagram and yeah. he didn't answer it because he was too cool because it wasn't hiking specific. So <laughs> I was kind that. of a little bit inspired with hiking Instagrams in general to create okay. my own. Yep. Um, so I made my own, it was through that, that I was approached to become a leader for Girls That Hike. And this is your Tam Hikes account? Is yeah. Has this come about then? Yeah. yeah so cool. Tam right. Hikes, I started in April of last year. Yep. Um, and I was asked to become a leader and I was like, mm, I don't think this person's aware that I hike like once a fortnight on yep. very well signposted yep. hikes. Uh, but I did it anyway. My first ever meetup I led. Yep. Um, and then through that, I became a leader and I met the other people that are now also either were the original co-founders or now current co-founders of Melbourne Girls Outside. Yep. Um, we had an incident that meant that group disbanded yep. and we really saw a gap in the community with that. So we kind of saw like a lot of people still posting the Facebook group, like asking what was going on and when things were going to be organized. Um, so I invited the other original co-founders to get together and we created Melbourne Girls Outside just because we kind of saw not only just in hiking, but with mm. outdoor activities in general, that there was a real gap of people being able to find like-minded people to give it yep. a go with. Great. So when you say like gap, and we'll talk about these sorts of things across the podcast, what sort of gap are we talking here? Like... Um, I think... Like, in, this, I'll, I'll in, it, in I'll, the space I'll, at the time, yep. there was definitely, like, you guys, and there was Trail yep. Hiking Australia, and there yep. were a couple, but they were all very, very saturated groups that were very hard to get onto. onto yep. um, also, as well, there were they didn't really seem, apart from Girls at Hike, which had kind of disbanded, there yeah, didn't yeah. really seem to be any in Melbourne at the time that yep. were female-specific. And yep. it's not that women hate men. 
Uh, it's more so that there are a couple of things that they kind of see as barriers to getting sure. together and doing that yeah. that they might feel a bit more self-conscious about around yeah. them. Awesome. Um, so we just kind of was like, we want to start a group and we want it to be about all kind of outdoor yeah. activities. And we thought we'd get like a hundred members yeah. and we're reaching and you never do, 3k yeah. no. currently. So first 48 hours of my group being alive, we had 250 people on yeah. Father's Day weekend two years ago. Ridiculous, yeah. and and that always happens. Like I mean, you guys have got your your meetup groups and, and your extension of your group as well, and it kind of always blew me away about how many people in the outdoors in here in Victoria and Melbourne are obsessed with it. And it's just you, you give them an opportunity, and and multiple opportunities as well because there are so many groups out there. Like you just mentioned, like we're probably you know all of our groups are like four of you know there's Green Trails, there's Happy When I Hike, there's YHA Trail Hike Australia, you know on and on it goes. Um, but as long as there's that opportunity there, there will always be that demand, I, I think, anyway. Andrea, tell us about your group. So my group... And your origin um, story. The origin story, so Ladybirds on the Loose. Yeah. Um, so I, I'm mid-50s. Yeah. So I'm very late to the hiking scene. Yeah, awesome. I only got into it about 12 months ago, and that came about because I was a bit of a gym junkie and I was doing some power lifting, yeah. and I injured myself. So from nice. that, I thought, well, there's nothing else you can do out there. If there's no gym, you can run. And I don't yeah. run. Um, and then one day I just sort of looked up towards the Dandenongs and thought, that looks nice up there. That's not far from home. Let's see what's up there. Yep. So off I went for a walk mm -hmm. and hooked from that moment. So... Um, I'd find all these, I would bother you, John. I would send I you lots of messages. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What about if I want to go there? I and that's go how we here. connected. That's uh, how yeah, we connected. Yeah. It was constant. I yeah. bombarded John with lots of stuff. So good. Um, Have you read our policies? They're based on John's. <laughs> 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 and I still bombard John with questions, but not so much now. Yeah, well, I don't know about that. I've never <laughs> professed to be any great hiker. Um, I, don't, I don't do yeah. multi-day hikes. Yeah. I don't do really even day-long hikes. Mm. Um, but I guess in the early days, for the first six months, I probably went on my own solo hiking, which I still love doing. Um, but I'd have friends of mine that would see the photos I'd put on my yep. Instagram yep. and say, wow, you know, that's beautiful. I wish I could do that. And that'd be women my age. Yep. And I'd say, well, why can't you? Oh, I don't know where to go. I don't feel safe. Um, I don't know what I'm supposed to wear. Yep. Um, so that went on for a while, yep. I guess. And then I approached you, John, yep. Yep. about doing some work with you from Hiking Society. Yep. Uh, for women's only hikes. Yep. I don't think that was age specific. I think it was just women's only. Yeah, it was women's only to begin That's with. That's correct. Yeah. yeah. So John, you gave me a bit of a, you know, a bit of a, a go with that, yeah. and. I did a couple of hikes and I found, I guess, leading when you are a middle-aged woman, um, there's a different perhaps requirement or a different mindset or an attitude, I can't even put into words what it is, okay. for women who are perhaps a bit older. Um, they've got different life experiences, they may have injuries they've carried through from mm -hmm. their 30s, 20s. Mm -hmm. um, they may have gone through a lot of different stuff because they're older. They may have been married, yep. divorced. Yep. I'm not saying that doesn't happen when you're younger, but more so when you hit your 50s yeah. or above 40. Um, you know, there's just a lot of women that have got a lot of stuff and have got some incredible stories because they've got that life experience. Um, and anyway, so you say so, you can't find were you finding it hard to relate to maybe some of the younger girls that you yes. take out in my in yes. when you were leading for my group? Absolutely. Yeah, right. And um, 
It's not that I can't relate to them. I've got a daughter who's in her early 20s. Of course, yeah. It's not that I can't relate. Yeah. But I think the bonding really happens with people more of your peer group. Uh-huh. Um, it's an interesting insight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And a lot of women that I know too, they've got to that point in their life where their kids have grown up and are now off their hands and they don't know what to do with themselves. Um, so where can I go? What can I do? I don't want to go to the gym. The gym bores me. Yeah. Um, what else is there? So anyway, I had friends that were saying this yep. to me and I said, well, look, if I start a little group, will you join? Because yep. I don't know how this will go. If I can get 20 people, I'll be yep. happy. Um, so that's how it started. I had one of my um, friends who's been an admin on my on the Facebook group from yeah. Day Dot, um, who's helped me with that. Yep. And yeah, it's just progressed. So I think, I think Ladybird started... I'm thinking it was like January this year, yeah. January, Feb. So coming up for seven months and I'm made up now. We've got 600 and coming up 630 members. Amazing. Which I think is pretty good considering oh, yeah. like we're female and we're only over 40. So there's that whole under. It's a very, under, niche. It's a very yeah. niche market. Yeah. Um, How old's your oldest? How old's, oh, so we've got women up to in their 70s. Um, That's so good. We will take women down to about the age of 38, yep. uh, but not below that. Um, mm. And the rest is history. So, you know, we've got a whole heap of leaders now. And but everything I've seen, like, I remember I was out, where was it, Jimbrook the other week, on that Saturday when it was bucketing down with the rain. I don't think anyone was really keen on going out. And I took two hikes in, in Bunyip State Park. And there was our group, we had no one there. But I reckon we ran into a bushwalking club. Yeah. And it was Wave. I asked them. It was Waverley's bushwalking club, and they had. I reckon it would have been thirty plus people, and yeah. they would have been probably north of say forty five in their age. Yep. Look, and they're all out there. They're all decked out. They're all. Re- and so what I'm getting at is, it, it doesn't surprise me that there's that. I suppose that want to be at when you're at that age and like as you said, your kids have gone. They've yep. left. Yep. Doing their own thing. Yep. It's like well, now, what do I do? And so many people, and I've got so many people in my group, and I'm sure you girls are the same, that they are at their ages where they just want to find something to do and be part of something at the same time. Absolutely. And then, and hiking just seems to be a real, and so, and so, you know, at the start, it's a low cost entry, something to do. That's yeah. how I got into it. And then they just roll into it, and then all of a sudden they become hooked like you were. Yeah. And then on and on it goes. Yeah, and I guess one thing I do want to add just before you do pass yeah, over cool. to Rochelle, sorry, mm. now I'm sitting there waiting, <laughs> is that um, <laughs> a couple of the group hikes I did. Um, early on as a participant, not as a leader. Yeah. Um, because I'm not a great hiker and I don't, I said before, I don't profess to be, you know, yeah. I, I just do, I might do three or four hours at the most. Yeah. Um, but some of those group ones that I did early on, I felt like they were all going too fast for me. Um, I wanted to stop and enjoy the scenery, take Small lots and roses, lots of photos. Yeah. And I almost got put off hiking because I wow. felt it was just, I'm no good at this. And they're all too fast. So another reason I started it was because I don't want any woman ever to feel how I have felt. Yeah. Um, so it's all about being really inclusive. And we, we do have um, hikes from the beginners from three kilometres yeah. up to multi-day now. We've got women who have been, you know, 20, 30 years bushwalking experience. Yeah. So it's got the whole range. Mm. But through that whole thing, our philosophy is that, you know, no one should ever feel like they're leaving anyone behind. You know, they've been yeah. holding anyone up. Is that the right? No, that's right. So yeah. that was a, a big motivator as well. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Rochelle. Hi. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, so passionate. Tell us about, I, I, look, 
I'll be honest, I've had a lot to do with this, and you and I have sort of connected. I remember the first time we were chatting on Instagram about the Danny Nongs and the Thousand Steps and how it basically wasn't the best place to go if you were sort of training for a hike. And I was trying to actually remember today about how we, like, I know how I connected with Tamara and Andrew. I was like, when was the first time you and I sort of sort of spoke in any capacity? And that was the first time I think we even, like, connected. On, You've got a good social. memory. I didn't even remember that. No, right. also. But at the same time. <laughs> You're not important, John. Yeah, like, I, yeah, pretty much. I get told that every day. Don't worry about that. Um, but I feel like out of the three of you, like, we've had that like you know involvement to an extent but not as much as these two so i'm really keen to hear about a like you know where this all started for you because i feel yeah. like in terms of growth of group and where it's kind of all heading you're probably even for the three of us you're probably ahead of all of us and like if you want to call it that in terms of what you're doing the involvement you've got with some government organizations mm-hmm. um so yeah like i'd love to hear about like where it all started and how it all started really so take us through that um right it- I've had time to work out what my little spiel's going to be. Yep. Yeah, clearly I clearly haven't. Like, <laughs> I'm like, oh, I wish I'd said something cool. Yeah, like, sorry, <laughs> you, you did say something cool. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of cool things. All say something cool um, So in terms of how it started for me yep. is I've, um, I did a big cycle trip from Canada to Mexico over the space of five months. Um, before that, I was, uh, I was a business analyst in corporate yep. and... Spending five months on a bike mm. with two panniers of gear and camping every night. And all you're concerned about is what you're going to eat, where yep. you're going to get your water and where you're going to sleep. And that really stripped everything back. So I decided that when I came back, I wasn't going to go back to corporate. Amazing. Well, I did yeah. because I had some bills to pay. Yeah, of course. <laughs> but only for six months. And then, um, so basically I came back and I had no idea what I was going to do. Yeah. But I wanted it to be something that I loved. And I loved adventure. Um, I'd been really adventurous all my life. Mm. Um, But what I'd actually thought about was the fact that, like you said, Andrea, a lot of people said to me, oh, I love what you do, but I could never do that. And so for me, obviously this isn't a video, you can't see. No. um, uh, Images, whatever, but I'm a fat chick. Like I'm a plus size girl, whatever you want to call it. And... But it's never stopped me from doing anything. But I know from speaking to people that people say, oh, but the outdoors isn't for me. That's for really fit people. That's for athletic people. Mm. That's for skinny people. That's not me. Because that's what the kind of the media really tells us. When you look on Instagram and you look up hashtag hiking, it's all the super fit looking on top of a mountain, on top of a pinnacle, that's, that's what hiking is. Right. And a lot of people can't see themselves in that. Um, so I got to thinking, well, what if I started up something that basically said it doesn't matter what size you are, you can get outside um, and you can have these adventures. Um, and the other thing too is for me and like what Andrea was saying is that most of my adventures have always been solo and Primarily, that's because I'm slower than most people. So when I've tried to do group hikes and yep. everything, I remember back years ago, I did the Inca Trail. And I was I was hours behind everyone at the end of each day. I could do it. Yep. I could do it perfectly fine. But I always felt really, really rubbish. And then I was a bad person or a bad hiker because mm-hmm. I was so slow. And I started to think, well, if, if that's what it's like for me... Maybe there's other people out there. How do I find these other slow people that 
I can like do stuff with. You relate and, to and yeah, and yeah, yeah. I looked around, couldn't find a group. I'm like, well, what if I create a group? So that's that's what that's I awesome. did. So two and a half years ago, I put a post up, um, basically saying, um, hike at Listerfield, um, slow paced, um, body positive for plus size women. Um, come along. It's not about weight loss or fitness. It's about making new friends and having fun outside. So was the name escaping your comfort zone? Was that for that event? It was. was that, yeah, it it was. Was. So that was straight off the bat. Yeah. So escaping your comfort zone, I actually established a few years ago. Yeah. Um, basically, really, as a personal journey, as I yeah, yeah, kind yeah. of discovered different mindset type yeah. things um, for my own personal um, journey. Mm. I, I hate that word journey. But I can't think of another. But way as hikers, mind. we're all on journeys, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. It's the hiking journey. Just yeah. to keep the thing with it. Um, so I had that already, but I hadn't used. I was blogging yeah. from that, so I had that already, and I'm like, Amazing. hmm, how about I just reuse it? Yeah. And it turned out to be perfect. Yeah. Um, and so yeah, that that first hike, there was 18 people that came to Listerfield, oh, and nice. that was wow. just no sponsor. I think I shared it on my own Facebook wall, yeah. and that was it. And I went. Wow. And then I ran another Sunny, one yeah. down in Anglesey. Again, I think I had more that time. And that's so cool. I realized that from feedback, people were saying, I love that you said that it's not about weight loss uh-huh. and it's not about fitness because so many people feel like they're, um, they're a project. They go to a gym and the personal trainer says, oh, I'm going to help you lose weight and I'm going mm. to make you healthy and I'm going to make you fit. Whereas some people, they don't want to they be fixed. They just want to go for a hike. They just want to get outside. They they want to be accepted as they are. They don't want yeah. to be. They don't want to go. Okay, you can be great. Um, so yeah, oh, that's I, perfect. That yeah. is that is a perfect line. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You can be great. Exactly. Yeah. You yeah. can be great as you are. Exactly. And yeah. and so yeah. with that messaging, that's where it kind of all. Um, snowballed and I decided there was a kind of I had to work out a way I could make it pay me um, because obviously from the get from the very start from from the start like I was still I was still working the first couple of months and then um, I applied for I came across a Vic Health grant um, for basically to um, get inactive people more active and I, I saw this grant and I thought that would be great for us. And the original application was a two-minute video. And that really appealed to me because at that point, I didn't want to spend loads of time writing grant applications and things like that. Yeah. But something like our group was really um, easy to display on a video. Lots awesome. of smiling faces. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, it's like a bit of a montage. Sort a of montage, yeah, yeah. body-positive messaging. Yep. Um, and, and yeah, and I applied for that grant and it that point i actually quit my job in anticipation because i decided we were going to get that grant so you mm. rolled the dice yeah so, so paid off. and if we didn't get that grant i was going to work it out <laughs> you would yeah um, yeah and so we got the grant which covered so us cool. which basically um funded us for 18 months um with with money as well as business support and um and research support yep. so that basically allowed me Paid me two days a week for 18 months to get it all up and running. Yeah. Um, so now here we are two and a half years later. Yeah. Um, and it's it's awesome. We've got over a thousand members in Melbourne, but we're now also expanding out to 
Gippsland, we've got a group in Geelong, we've got a fledgling Canberra group and yep. a slowly establishing Sydney group. So Crazy, all in two and a half years. It's, it's pretty awesome. But one of the things that for me, and I still struggle with this, but yeah. what before I was on a really, really good salary and that was my purpose to uh-huh. make money so I could have amazing adventures. Yep. I didn't know that there was a purpose beyond money. So mm. I'm making bugger all money now, but my purpose now is, is it's people. More fulfilling. It's more fulfilling yeah. because it like it changes lives. Like and that sounds a bit wanky to me. No, but, it's true though. But it's, but but it's rising true. generations, because you've got one girl here who might be like 35, 40, right? Yeah. And she's got a daughter who might be sharing the same thoughts. Exactly. And then that girl is going to have kids and then on and on it goes. And mm-hmm. something you may have said to that girl who's 35, 40 now, just twigs it out, she passes it on to her daughter and on exactly. and on it goes. And before exactly. you have generations sharing the same sort of thoughts. Yeah. And it's the thoughts of it doesn't matter what you look like. Yeah. You can. Yeah. Um, and yeah. I think as well, like when I'd met you in the Blue Mountains that time and you were talking about how in your events you don't, how many k's no it is no Interesting. so we we have our hike gradings yep. um 85 90 percent of our hikes are slow and steady yep. um so they will fit into a, a range mm-hmm. and that range is generally between four and seven k's mm-hmm. um and relatively flat yep. um but in all of our hikes we will say what the um slow and steady is but we won't say this is 7Ks or this is 5Ks because that puts particularly beginners off. They go, I could never walk 5Ks. Most people can actually walk 5Ks if they're walking and talking and stopping and chatting and taking But they're not thinking about that number. They're not thinking about that number. Mm. Yeah. And I think it's something that we've found as well that like Mm. we'll put up these events and we'll put at the beginning like, you know, it's a grade three. Yeah. The majority of our events are grade three and people continuously, I see it in our Facebook group being like, why don't you do beginner events? And I was like, but that for hiking, grade three is very entry level for hiking. And I think it's because a lot of people who are quite new don't actually know the grading system and they don't know that a grade two is all flat wheelchair accessible. Yeah. 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 Lilydale Lake, for example. Lilydale Lake. Most of the hikes in this state are grade three. Yeah. So they just see grade three and they're like, oh, well crap, that's two levels above where I I must be. So I can't do it. And it's just kind of like, breaking down that barrier that it's not that you need to be three times better than old mate it's that Mm. that just means that you're going to walk up and down a little bit there's a bit of a there's a bit of a hill like the path is still well formed and it's well signed but there's and i think you know at the end of the day you kind of i'm just personal opinion but you kind of want to maybe push yourself a little bit like don't get me wrong walking along the flat that's great sometimes i like doing that as well but if you push yourself just that little bit you feel like you've kind of achieved something Mm. i think that's a really good whether it's a strategy or something you just done from the from the get-go and it sounds like you have but again it's in my opinion everything when it comes to hiking it's it's all mental right not yeah, it's mental right and it's the same with sport as well yeah. whatever it is like you know getting up hills it's all mental right yeah. so if it's not in your mind and you're not thinking oh yeah i've got to do seven k's around sherbrooke forest or whatever the case may be yeah. and i think this is something you even said to me the first time i met you is that yeah we do that and then all of a sudden the seven k's is done and dusted and they go oh shit we finished yeah at the end i go good work girls we've done seven k's and they're like what I've never even walked that far in my life. That oh wow, and I mean, because it's like a company with good pictures, good banter, yeah, like a positive attitude. Yeah, and the other thing um, with that, what you were saying about like um, most hikes are kind of grade three. What we then recognised is because 
we basically target beginners and, yep. and slower people and people just starting out. But yep. there's beginners, but then there's actually people who are beginner, beginner, beginners. And okay. when, when I talk about that, we've got a program called First Steps Program. And those hikes are anywhere from, say, one kilometer to three kilometers, dead flat with bathrooms close by. And the reason for that is there's people with chronic illness, yep. people with injuries, people in wheelchairs. These people all deserve to get out too. Yeah. And no one fat, no one caters for them. Like, and so what we've kind of realized, and that it's like, well, we can include them and very and the thing is with that as well is people think that that's what they're capable of and they'll come to the first one and go i actually found that quite easy and then they easily step up to the next one i think all those opportunities to do but it. Yeah. but there's so many and and this is something that i've dealt with a lot with working with government and um sporting organizations mm. is and hiking's very much i i guess like this as well is we assume a level of activity what about those people yep. who are coming from zero? Yeah. Like those people aren't catered for. Like if a person coming from zero goes to a netball club, the netball club assumes that they know how to catch a ball or they know how to run or they know You know how that to they do started something. when yeah. they were eight. Exactly. And they were basic yeah, or skills. yeah, they're yeah. a beginner because they've they've come from basketball or they've come from hockey or something. But there's a yeah. real lack of of catering for those people who have come from nothing or have done nothing for 40 years or something um so that's what we're trying to 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 get as well is is get those people because they're not catered for yeah and i totally agree with you on that and because i remember when i first started out and my one of my first ever hikes i think i did nearly 5k yep i thought i'd made it like, I, yeah. I remember almost doing a rocky jump around yeah, yeah, because yeah. I've yeah, done hikes. I think I did around Listerfield Lake or something. It might have been my second ever hike. Yeah. And I thought, wow, that's great. I think as you progress, you forget you do. that that's where you started. Today, I went and scoped a couple of new hikes. And there's one I found that's just two kilometres. Mm-hmm. And I thought, this is going to be perfect for the person who isn't, hasn't walked yeah. or been outdoors or even walked around the block for 10 years. Yeah. This is going to be perfect. So, yeah, you've got to remember, go back to where, yeah. maybe where you first started. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and that's and where um, yeah. what we've done. So most of our leaders have actually um, started as members and then moved on to leaders. And what I really like about that is that they remember where they've come from. Okay. They remember what it felt to be in the car going, I don't want to join, I'm, I'm not getting out of the car because mm. I'm going to be too slow. Mm. I'm going to be yeah. the fat one. I'm going to hold everyone I'm up. I'm going to hold yeah. everyone up. And so they're still quite close to remembering that. Whereas people who may have been leaders for many, many, many years, mm. they've kind they of forget. Kind of forget. That. And, yeah. it's, and it's natural. Yeah, um, Yeah, that's going to happen. But I think... I think that's a good thing because then at least they've got that, you know, and we were saying before about, you know, some of the girls, you know, you walk with and they might be struggling up the hill, but you kind of just drop back and you just hang with them. You do. More often not in my group, I'm at the back. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. our rule for our leaders yeah. is you lead from the back. Lead from yeah. the back. So no one is left behind. And just tell the people at the front, go to the intersect yeah. team section, just stop, wait yeah. there Absolutely. and then we'll catch yeah. up. Yeah. But there's always inherently going to be someone. It's a feeling. It's a terrible feeling being that head. person that 
is left behind. Yep. Oh, I just... And I know I've been it. that person. I've been that person. I have. And, and recently have been that person, yeah. and, it, and it grounded me again. Yeah. Yeah, when I did cathedrals, you know, I think you know about my experience up there. Yep. It wasn't great. No. Um, my ambitions outweighed my ability. And um, <laughs> That's okay. I mean, I can look back, and it's all yeah. learning. But again, I was right back being that person uh-huh. that was at the back and holding everyone up, and it just took me right back there. But it's humbling, which isn't it? a ba- it's yeah. not a bad thing. That no. was a really good lesson yeah. to learn for me for running the group too. Yep. Yeah, I remember now what that felt like. It was pretty horrible. Yeah. Um, even though everyone was awesome, that's beside the point. It's how you feel about yourself. Of course. Um, so that just reinforces. Yeah. That for your yeah. members that it's really important they yeah. never feel like that. Yeah. yeah, I was beat by the cathedrals three times before I won. Was <laughs> yeah. that? I said I was beat by the cathedrals three times before I won. And you know what? I think that's great. Wow. I'm too scared to even go. My tears. There was an SES rescue. Like, yeah, but you know what? <laughs> there was a forgotten sleeping bag. <laughs> And it happened, but I think the good thing out of that is that at least you were like, no, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do this, and I don't care if it takes me three, four, five, six, however many goes at it. And I remember each time you did it because it was all you. I think every, a couple of times we had a chat about it. You're like, oh, yeah, I want to go do this. I'm like, awesome, cool. I think it might have been second or third time. And then you post about it on Instagram. It wouldn't happen. And the SES stuff. <laughs> it was almost like a whole documentary of you actually. <laughs> Exactly right. When you did it, everyone who knew you and it had kind of been yes. falling along were like, awesome. <laughs> and that's what it should be about. It's like, yeah. you know, it's celebrating yeah. those little things that, yeah, you, you like, again, like I was sort of celebrating myself on my first overnight hike because stupid me when I hadn't used a, uh, a burner before, right? So I took myself off to the Warburton to hike 50 odd kilometers in preparation for my New Zealand trip at the end, at the end of the year. And my big thing was, I was if this burner doesn't work, I don't know how to use it. I'm gonna starve and potentially die. I was there by myself. <laughs> You're yeah, like, gonna die after one missed meal. I couldn't. <laughs> first, first overnight hike. First overnight hike after hiking for six months. And yeah, that's I, a pretty big deal. Oh, yeah, right. And I was like, shit, if this doesn't come off, I'm Were you by yourself? Yeah, I was by myself. Oh, <laughs> you did big pets, didn't you? Big pets. I know, too. the walk into history, the whole the walk thing. Walk into history. Yeah, but yeah. it wasn't like the one way. I, I found my, I was determined to do it in a circuit. I found this other little track and took me back up to the Ada tree and then I scooted back to big pets. Yeah, yeah. And how so, many kilos were you carrying? Uh, at least 15. For an overnighter. For my first overnighter. <laughs> yeah. Three jumpers, all that shit. Read, read about online, um, but, but the point is though, like when plug, I plug, plug. when when I actually got to the point where I worked out, hey, this whole burner shit is actually pretty easy. It was like it was like a in the context of the like you think about it now, I laugh about it, we're all laughing about it now that and that, exactly right. But in that situation when you're in it, and it, and it pays off you're like this is awesome like it's like such yeah. a little small thing but it's like a big thing within the context of your journey like, mm. you know yeah and discovering something and it's that little unlock and it was something i was chatting with with lisa from track coach of the week and she was saying the, the girls who come out on her hike they think they can't do it and when they do do it this little light little light bulb goes on yeah and then all of a sudden mm. their whole world opens up and they're like holy shit i can do more than i thought i actually could yes yeah. and then on and on it goes yeah and that's almost like just the catalyst and it is, and, uh, there. and I think as um, whatever you want to call us for our own group, yeah, seeing that happen with your members, uh-huh. seeing them overcome things, seeing them overcome whether it's a fear of heights, but still doing it, mm-hmm. whether it's um, crossing a river, whether it's just achieving a four or five k hike mm. for the first time ever, that's awesome. That's awesome. Everyone's got their own summit, it. don't they? They Everyone's do. got their own summit. Yeah. 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 I still remember the 
first group that I took up to the summit of Mount Buller. So we drove to the car park and we had a couple of people, a couple of girls in the car that said, oh no, I'm not going to do that. That looks too difficult. And I convinced one of them and the other one, she was like, no. And I said, how about we just get to the first set of poles? And she's like, okay, I can do that. And then once we got there, we're like, let's go to the next set. And we slowly, slowly got up to the top and it took a long time. But on the top, one of my girls, who was a leader at the time, she said to me, she said, Rochelle, I'm 48. Never in my 48 years did I ever think I would be at the top of a mountain. Thank you. And I was just, I just cried and I'm just like, and it's something so simple. But if you've ever been at the top of any mountain, like Buller's a really cool one and it's really accessible, but you're just like, oh. And to be able to share that with people is just incredible. It's a life-changing moment for them. And they've allowed you to be part of that. Yeah. It's pretty awesome. I had a girl in our group and she would have been mid-30s. She'd come from, I can't remember which war-torn country it was, but she you know, escape that country to come to Australia and we're out in the Grampians one weekend and, you know, we're at, uh, camping at Plantation Campground and, you know, you know, you sort of get to know people on those trips and all this sort of stuff and um, she was, t- and she's, it's funny, she's a very vocal lady but I'm sure it would have taken a, a bit for her to get up to that point, you know, very extroverted and um, she actually, she sort of said to us, she goes, 10 years ago, she goes, would never have ever done this. She goes, the fact that I'm actually out here tonight and spending some time and camping and hiking and that sort of stuff, she goes, quite frankly, she goes, that's kind of a big deal considering from where I've come from. Yeah, absolutely. It was crazy. And it was really nice to share that moment with her. And like, yeah. there's probably about a good 10, 15 of us. And yeah, it was just really nice because, you know, again, everyone's got their kind of summit and, you know, things yeah. that might bother them or worry them and all that <laughs> sort of stuff. And, you know, we'll get into that with this chat about like barriers and all that sort of stuff. Mm. Um, but when you hear sort of stories like that and the story you just shared as well, I think, you know, yeah. you are, whether you want to admit it or, you know, you're too humble to admit it, right? You kind of, not that you're changing lives, but people's lives are changing just when they're out yeah. there and doing yeah. that sort of stuff. Exactly. And it's crazy to see it happen. Like the girl I was mentioning earlier about, you know, she came on, uh, uh, what was it? Mount St. Leonard probably shouldn't have been on there. And then 12 months later, she's in, or you know, a little bit longer, she's out in, um, uh, Yosemite National Park. Yeah. And hiking regularly. Like, yeah. you know, you see these things on social yeah. media and because yeah. you follow each other and you're like, oh my God, you've gone from there to not really knowing what you're doing to bloody Yosemite National Park yeah. in America yeah. and hiking all through there yeah. and, you know, and clearly knowing what you're doing because you don't just go in there not knowing what you're doing. Exactly. Yeah. You know, so it's quite, it's uh, interesting. And it's not just the, the physical stuff, it's the mental stuff. I mean, yeah. you know, like I often say to the ladies on my things that, you know, everyone's got their thing. Yeah. Um, and... You have, you know, it's it's the, the the war wounds or the mental scars or the whatever you might have had in your life. Yep. Um, there's a lot of that to work through as yep. well, I think. And when I think people might have, um, where they feel empowered from what they've achieved with the mm. hiking, mm. it's, I don't know, it just changes the whole feelings about themselves it and does. what they're capable of. And yeah. again, mm. I think that's so humbling. And so mm. it's such an honour for us to see it. Yeah. Witness it, be part and witness of it. it. It's, yeah. It's huge. Yeah. And I don't think that can be underestimated no. I mean, at I'll, all. I think it's really, it's it, it goes way beyond fitness. You know, oh, you couldn't walk hundred meters now. You can walk a kilometer. That's yeah. great, but it's it's all the emotional, yeah. um, and psychological I mean, stuff that goes with it. Sort of maybe oh, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I, I think yeah. it's quite good to see as well that, like, you know, we talk about those initial hikes or those initial yeah. peaks. 
but all of us have experienced it as well with our own leadership teams of seeing that grow within our leaders as well. Yes. So yep. seeing yes. like, you know, there's a leader that leads for both Melbourne Girls outside in the hiking society and the reason why they lead for the two different groups is very different. So yeah. like, you know, um, they've had a bad experience with guys in the past and they really find leading with the hiking society to be quite empowering because it means that they can have better relationships to, you know, re strengthen those past ways in your brain yeah. Yeah. Like that's yeah. not going to be what happens every time yeah. or like you know we'll see particular leaders that don't have that confidence or there's one particular area that they're not confident in and it's kind of not that like as people get more confident with hiking that it stagnates like mm. yeah. whether people go into leading or whether they go into harder activities or like you know so often when you do get new leaders on they're like the same as I was when yeah. I was asked to lead like I am no expert. Like, what? If, I'm still not an expert. Like, that's you know, I'm a co-founder of a group, and I'm still no expert. Like, yeah. none of us are. None of us are. Yeah. That's the point, Tamara. John might be, but <laughs> no, not at all. No, but that's the thing. Like, everyone looks at me honestly, and they when I tell them I've only been at this for four to five years. Yeah. Literally, I spent most of my life playing amateur football at the local leagues. The only person in my family that was doing anything remotely outdoors was my younger sister who when I started doing hikes and like the Federal Rangers like she used to laugh at me she's like mate I, I did that when I was 13 like, <laughs> you, know, you do it when you're 28 like all that sort of stuff you know what I mean yeah. so like that, that's what I'm saying like it doesn't matter if you've been doing it for a year or, or 10 right. years and it was some sort of what I said today on that Instagram post about you know colours in the outdoors it doesn't matter if you've been for 10 minutes or 10 years there's always something to learn and I don't mm -hmm. ever think you can actually be an expert hiker yes you might know a lot and you'd be quite knowledgeable and people can lean on you for that information but I will never ever refer to myself and I don't like people who do because I've seen people refer to themselves as expert hikers I just think that's a, a lot of shit you want to be a guru Jack? I'm not a guru <laughs> I'm just I'm just me I'm just me I just hike I'm not I, a guru I just, I just I just I get out there and I hike and I, I lean off my own experiences yeah. like you know the, the best experience I ever had was getting lost in New Zealand I think that was the best thing that ever happened to me because yeah. the shit I learned out of that was amazing yeah. Yeah. and the next time I went to New Zealand we never made the same mistake again. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And I think New it's okay. Zealand's great for learning stuff. It is. <laughs> it, is. it is. Yeah. And we could do a whole podcast on that, I think. But, you know, yeah. but, but the whole thing is, is yeah, you, you don't necessarily need to be uh, mm. an expert or anything. Like, but if you've got, and this is something I was saying to one of, the, one of my guys of the week, is it's all about that intention. What's your intention? What's your intention with Melbourne Girls Outside whenever you lead a hike or whatever you say to a girl, hey, like, you know, this or that or whether, you know, good, bad or indifferent. It's all about your intent and your intent is to provide an avenue for girls here in Melbourne the opportunity to go hike or paddleboard or whatever the case may be. Yours is all about women from 38 onwards um, giving that opportunity and, you know, not necessarily exercising their demons, but, you know, some of those ladies in that demo age demographic have those sorts of... Uh, sort of issues stuff or whatever from the past. stuff yeah. from the past and, yeah. then, and with you it, you know it's all about um you know people in that, that plus size and but not necessarily going to lose weight it's all no. just about hiking and empowering and feeling a part of something yeah, yeah. And, the, and being a part of that community and that's what it, you yeah. know it's really all and about. i think so much all of our groups yours mm. included mm. is about providing that judgment free zone yes like yeah. hands down mm. the most common questions that we get asked, am I too old for your group? Am I too unfit for your group? Yep, and yes, there are right in front of me two different groups that cater specifically to those things, but it's not that in your group or my group, they're not welcome or that they're yeah. not fully supported. Like if I ever heard of anybody in our group making anyone else feel bad for either of those things, like 
gone. <laughs> Not gone, but very stern talking to as to who do they think that they are, that they can make somebody feel like that when they're just trying to give have a go. Because so much of all of our groups is just to be able to empower as many people as we can to be able to go outside and give it a go. Yeah. 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 And, and the funny thing is, and I was talking to a couple of the girls today, so the hike that I led today um, from... Emerald out to Cockatoo. Mm-hmm. Um, I put that up. So that's just a standard slow and steady hike. But I put, I put it up and called it a newbie hike. So there's nothing different between this one and, and a normal slow and steady. But I basically said that this is a great one if you've never been to a hike before and there will be other newbies there. So it was open to the general population as well. And a couple of the girls that came... Um, I said to them, I said, oh, did you, were you attracted because it was newbies? And they're just like, yes, we've been watching along for six, eight months. But we, and both of them said, I thought I'm really scared. I'm going to be too slow. And it's funny that like in all of our um, description, it's like, we always go, we're a slow pace. We go at the speed of the slowest person, but it's still always that anxiety that I'm going to be too slow and I'm not going to fit in. And it doesn't matter how much we tell people that it's okay and um, and we will accept you as you are. There's always that fear. Yeah. Mm. Um, sometimes you feel like you're bashing your head against a brick wall. Yes. A little bit. With your events, you're like, you know, we help with carpooling. Like, it, we don't care about your age. We don't care about your fitness. Like, read the description if yep. you feel like you might be capable. Yeah. Definitely give it a crack. Like, not many people know each other. Like, we're all inclusive. We're all supportive. But it just kind of... If you see it all the time, it doesn't, like, it takes, like, for us, it's just a natural automatic yeah. thing. But, yeah. like, to really speak to individual people, yeah. like, I recently asked people what their biggest barriers were, and so many people are like, I just look, and I just look at all these posts, and I get inspired, and I think that I want to do it, but, like, I haven't had the balls yet to do it, because, well, not the balls, but, like, we're yeah. girls. But, like, you know, I haven't, <laughs> I haven't quite, you know, felt game enough to do it, because I am concerned. I have injuries. I feel like I I'm too I need to get old. fit first. I'm unfit. I, don't know I need what the to get fit like. first. I'm going to keep them up, like, hold them back. Hold them back I like yeah. to take, I like to take photos. Has nobody seen my Instagram? Like, I like to take photos. Really? No. Okay. <laughs> I'm always at the back because so far behind because I'm taking photos. Yeah. And I don't think we can underestimate how brave it is for people. It is I'd, so brave. I, I, I might be generalising here, but I think especially for women mm-hmm. okay. to um, go on that first hike or that first event or their first kayak or whatever they're doing with your group, yep. the first event they come it along. Is... Um, and I had that reflected to me recently by a woman who did a post in our group and um, she'd said that she came along and she was absolutely terrified. Yep. She knew no one. Um, she'd had, a, you know, things had gone on for her in the last few months that yep. were really terrible. Um, and she sort of came along. And I remember because I was leading that event that day and she came along and it was, it was a, an urban hike. Yeah. So it was fairly flat, easy around the city sort of thing. Mm. And she didn't stay long. And I remember thinking at the time, oh, I think she hated it. But then she reflected to me later, she was so scared. And that was just enough for her that day to get a feel. Mm. And she comes along to things all the time now. But that first step. And I think we've... um, Because I think as leaders by nature, you're probably a little bit more gregarious and a bit more out there. And Mm. it's not so hard 
for people who do yeah. take leadership roles, but mm. for people who are just coming into a group, that can be such a big deal for them to take that first yeah. step. So what it's really brave. So what I do, and this is yeah. something I realised with my last social event. So we would put on social events you know, every three or four months, which is like duck down to Richmond to one of the bars there, mm. get away from all the hiking, you'd have to, you know, and just come and have a good time. What I didn't realise was until the last one, and the way I pitched it, and how I've typically pitched in the past is like, yep, yeah, just come down, whatever. The way I angled this last one was, if you've never been on a hike, if you're unsure of this group, if you're not sure the type of people that I'm attracting to this group, come down, you'll get a, a number of people who have turned up to a number of hikes, and you can find out for yourself what sort of people are coming yeah. along. Without the pressure of hiking. Without the yeah. pressure of hiking. <laughs> yeah. And it worked really well, because I had one lady who was asking me a thousand questions, which is great, but then what would happen was, I had like friends of mine, Lisa, Josh, Ellen, who's an organizer as well, and a few other people sort of jump in and say, oh yeah, like, like she'd go, she'd be asking me a question, and then one of them would say, oh yeah, but this is and this, and that's, they were kind of being advocates as well. So they're not only just hearing it from me, but they're yeah. hearing it from other people being on the hikes, other organizers yeah. as well, with, as you just pointed out, Rochelle, without actually coming on a hike. And I found, and in fact, the, the lady who was asking me all these questions, she came on a hike with us two weeks later and has been on a couple ever yeah, since. Yeah. And she's like, I'm so glad I came to that social event. Yeah. She goes, I probably wouldn't have come on a hike and I probably would have gone elsewhere or just not done anything at all. Yeah. And she goes, but I had that opportunity to do that yeah. because of the way you kind of pitched it. What do you want to call it? Yeah. Um, and that was all the difference. Good idea. Absolutely. And so we've, we've run a meet or greet and we've got another one yeah. coming up soon. And I think that's, yeah, it's yeah. it's taking away from an event, yeah. from a hike or, yeah. Some just so just people can come along and meet everyone. Yeah. See what they think of the group. Yeah, exactly yeah. right. Yeah. I think as well sometimes it's very easy to be like, I don't know anyone, but forget that you're not the only one in that same boat. Like I yeah. find even leading that sometimes I don't know a single person I wake up in the morning to like quite a few bail messages and it kind of sets this tone like, uh, and I know that it's not about me personally. No. Because if it was about me personally, they wouldn't have signed up to my hike. Of course. But like, you know, people aren't coming and then you kind of rock up and you're like, oh, I don't know these people. Like, what if they don't like me? What if they don't think I'm any, like we all have we do. those doubts, but it's so hard to realize that you're not in isolation that everyone else does and that like yeah. so fun fact my group when i started my group i didn't know anyone yeah i started a group rolled out a hike in warburton that weekend and um didn't know anyone and i had a couple like Bridgine turned up and kate from hike she turned up because we had a little bit to do with each other on instagram just talking back and forth and um but everyone else who turned up and then every hike after that i didn't know anyone yeah, yeah. Well, that's just how it happens. Yeah. yeah. Well, and I, I was the same with yeah. mine, but today, like, so bear in mind, I've been away for five weeks and before that I probably hadn't led for a month or so. But today um, I had, I think there was eight people coming and on the list there was one person that I knew and I thought, okay, that's all right. Um, I, I know thing. her quite well. And then she was sick this morning and I suddenly, I was put in, back in that situation of, I don't know anyone. Mm. And I knew quite a few of them knew each other because they'd been on other hikes with yep. other leaders. And I was like... Interesting. Yeah. It's going to be interesting. And how to go? And I went I just straight into... like it. you get there and you're like, love me. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I started this group. You know all each other. I don't. like. But, but the funny thing is, is, and you'd find this as well, yep. is they actually feel like they know me already. Yep. Just yeah. because yeah. of the presence and yep. the commenting. I'll and be like, hey, yeah. tomorrow. Oh, 
Your yeah. tomorrow. I'm the one who right. spams the Facebook group with yeah. your face. <laughs> Constantly. Me. I'm not doing that. No. <laughs> I'm doing my group. Tomorrow, you're everywhere. I'm, I'm, I'm sure they just on Facebook, they're like, oh my God, there she is again. You know, I makes me wonder what like all the other tomorrows in our group feel like yeah. if they ever come to our events and they're like, oh, I'm tomorrow. And people are like, oh, and they're like, no. Yeah. No, no, not, no, not the tomorrow. I'm just a tomorrow. <laughs> on our group. Oh, oh, like, no. 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 <laughs> Um, barriers with females in the outdoors. <laughs> How long have we yeah, this, yeah. And I suppose the reason I want to ask is... is you don't want to like progress to episode 10? Yeah, we, <laughs> well, we could. We could cut this up and like, you could have podcasts the rest of the year. I think we could do that a lot. But I suppose, you know, I look at, uh, you know, the things I see in my groups and et cetera, but I also see it from the point of view of guys who just maybe don't even understand the whole, what mm. you you ladies are seeing on a daily basis with your groups and even yes. just in the industry in general. Yeah. Um, so I, I would love to hear, you know, your individual thoughts on it. A, for I suppose the point of view of bringing more attention to it. Yep. And I suppose B, also just that education because... I got a list of twenty female-only organisations yeah. that are some of the biggest ones in the country. Yeah. That suggest oh, otherwise. Caro. Yeah, you're in there too. That's oh. all good. Um, but <laughs> yeah, Caro as well. Like I'll go through. I'm like yeah, Caro from Lots of Fresh Air. Spartan Caro, Chief. we yeah, love we Caro. Love Caro. Yeah. We, Hi I'm, Caro. I think we all love her. If you are listening, Caro, which I hope you are. Um, <laughs> because, I, because I love you too. Um, but yeah, they've got a list of like 20 all female, whether they be hiking groups. Can you say groups. Jen from Spider Chicks? Yeah, I've got Spider Chicks right at the top oh, next yeah, to Carrot. Hi, Jen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Women's Adventure Film Tour. Lisa from Big Heart Adventure. Oh, she yeah. went wild. Tara Rhymes. Wild Women on Top. <laughs> Ultimate Women's Weekend. Peking Girls. Brisbane Women Hiking. Women Who Wander. Wilderness Yoga. Women uh, Women of Wonder. Women Want Adventure. Girls Who Work. MGO, BGO, Ladybirds on yeah, the Loose, Escaping <laughs> Your Comfort Zone, and, and um, Bushwalk the Gong. Yeah, absolutely. They're yeah. all female-only awesome. organisations awesome. to a point. Good homework. Yeah, bloody oath. I do yeah. my homework. Yeah. Did you just Google? Women nope. Because I've, I've, I've had something to do with probably three quarters of, of these ladies, yeah. but there's still this perception that there's there's barriers. And I'll look at a lot of my hikes that, you know, that I lead or my leaders organise, and I reckon it's two to one in favour of females. So where's this barrier? Can I, can I, yeah, who wants to start off? Andrea, go. Okay, I want, I, I want to have a disclaimer around it. Is awesome. it we don't hate men? We, we don't hate no, men. No, of course. No, 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 no one um, thinks you and, do. And this isn't about bagging men. No, of course, yep. But the two th- two main things that I see yep. are that men, in my experience, and I'm talking yep. personally. No, of course. Is that about. men are competitive. Yeah. Mm. So that's the first thing. Men want to take off. They want to show you that how fast and how good and they can get to that Alpha male ego, yep. And look, that even that was even obvious when I did my recent um, Central Australia trip. Just okay. intrepid. It wasn't a hiking trip, but yeah. we did a little bit of hiking each day. Yeah. Hiking along, da-da-da-da. The men, they're just pushing past you to get to the front. And I just thought, this is why I run a women's group. Right. Um, so there's that. Okay. The other thing is the mansplaining. <laughs> <laughs> so it, for those who don't know what mansplaining yeah. is, Educate it's me. men always feeling the need to educate women. Uh, in a um, condescending ex- tone. From a very a con- condescending And I don't program. know that okay. they... And I don't think that men actually realise they're doing it and I don't think they come from a bad place when no. they do it. I think yeah. they're well-intentioned. Then they're intense, probably. Yeah, they're intense good, but, but it just comes across the wrong way. And, yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. And I think, um, <laughs> well... We've so, all, clearly you've all experienced this, so yeah. this is good. So, 
as a woman, you might might have done something five hundred times, and yeah. you do it really well. And you Better, might get probably. a man that comes along and who's doing it the first time. So they'll often still tell you that you're doing it wrong. Okay. It's that sort of an example of. Um, okay. And it's it it can be patronising. Um, yep. I think um, for the older women, and I'm speaking for my group, the Ladybirds, yep. for the older women, I think we just love having a good old get-together where you don't have to worry about... And, and look, you know, we don't talk about men a lot, to be honest, because they're not really on our radar. We're yeah. just talking about... We might talk about dating and funny stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. Um, Swiping left and right, yep, cool. yeah, cool. <laughs> Swiping left. Well, you see, a lot of the women that are older don't even know what that means. So, I actually, on one of my... What's this swiping you're talking about? On one of my camping camping weekends, we basically had a one-on-one session of showing somebody how to to use Tinder. (laughs) And it was great. And now every now and again, I check him and say, how's Tinder going? What a value add. (laughs) It was a value add. I think I'm going to add it to all my events. By the way. (laughs) But I have hiked with some lovely men. Don't get me wrong. I've hiked with some lovely men who who don't mansplain and yeah. aren't competitive. Yeah. But on the whole, I just... Is it fair to say that, that the people, guys who like that are probably in the minority rather than the majority? Well, probably, I, I, couldn't, I couldn't comment. Yeah. Because I I'd haven't say, done enough. I'd say, say, for example, you're on a co-ed hike and there were 10 guys on it. Yeah. The fact that one person did it to you on that hike means that that's what you remember from that hike. Yeah. Okay. So it's not necessarily that... Five, all of them did it. The yeah. five people did Hashtag it on that not day. All men. <laughs> Not all men, and they are well intentioned, and I, 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 yeah. I, yeah, I do want to reiterate that. Yeah. yeah, I think, and like, it's it's just weird. Like, yeah. I went into a store once, and I was like, oh, you know, I want this fifty-five liter pack, and they're like, no, that's too small. You want a bigger pack. You you're a girl. You have more okay. things. You want a bigger pack, and I was yeah. like, oh no, I've looked into it. I want a fifty-five liter after. pack because if I have more, then I'm yeah. just going to fill it. And they just kept on their path of that. I wanted this other pack. And paid like zero attention to my needs or to what I said. Yep. And then like they went off and answered the phone and didn't even come back to talk to me. I was the only person in the store. And then I just went and bought it cheaper mm. online. But like I would have bought it there. Like I went in there knowing what I wanted. Mm, yeah. That's a layup set. Like for someone who's on that side of the fence mm. as well, that's a layup. Like yeah. <laughs> they know what they want. You don't have to sell to them. Mm. And I think as well. So let's hear it from your point of view. Like we've got. I mean, mansplaining is definitely one of them for yep. me nothing infuriates me more i'm a moderator of the hiking bushwalking australian museum oh, on Facebook. forum yep, yep. which is a massive group it has like sixteen thousand members in it yep a whole lot of mansplaining goes on that like people i went through the process about a year ago of getting into overnight hikes and through the process of researching what gear yep i wanted and what i needed and like just shifting, sifting through all of that crap was so tedious. Um, and it is literally because you'll be like, oh, these are what I feel I need. And then people will be like, no, I have this. This is the law. And it's like, oh, but does it cater to... <laughs> Did they actually say that? <laughs> like, you know, that's the tone. This, so like, this is the only so range. So it wasn't more like, now. these are your options. Like, no. as I've always said, like with, when people ask the, the age-old question, what sort of boots do I get? And people oh. always go, Salomon's, Keens, Merrill's, Scarpa, yeah. whatever. And I'm always like, well, no, because I like Salomon's, you like Scarpa's, or you yeah. might like Scarpa, or vice versa. Yeah. So are you saying, they're saying to you, you should have this tent, this sleeping bag, this yeah. backpack, 
back, da da da. They're not actually sort of saying, well, depending on what you like or what you know, shape or size or height yeah. or whatever the case may be. So you say you would rather something like that as opposed to what they were doing to you, and saying, like, oh, because you're a, a woman, this is what you yeah, need. Yeah, this and, is what you need because yeah. you're a woman. And okay. it's like, well, not necessarily. I think for me as well, and it's kind of like one of the reasons why I don't hike by myself. Yep. I watched a lot of Crime Stoppers reenactments as a child, like probably way too many at way too yeah. young. And I'm pretty much convinced that if I'm alone in the dark, someone's coming to get me. But you know, they won't like someone like deliberately hike into a camp spot and get you. Right? I know that statistically it's yeah. more likely to be someone that I know in my own home or a car will like walk across the street. Well aware of that. But at the same regards, I have never been on a co-ed hike mm. or I have never led a mm. fully female overnight event without being hit on. And I don't say that in a way that I have props on myself and I think that mm. it's that guys genuinely seem to think mm. that you're fair game mm. if you're out in the outdoors mm. in their space. Mm. And it's the same that I see on my Instagram. I'm very, very careful to, you know, not post revealing photos. Like yep. I don't have photos where I'm in crop tops or when I'm in bikinis, but it's kind of like at the same regard, why shouldn't I be able to post yeah. photos on those things? The amount of dick pics, the amount of sexually explicit propositions, the amount of like, you know, I will post today. I posted a picture of me skipping down some rocks, fully clothed. Mm. And I've received comments about my ass. And it's brain. like, why is me yeah. being out, enjoying mm. my own time on my own two legs with a group of ladies leading an event mm an invitation mm. to be hit on. Mm. And I just find it so frustrating. And it's the same thing mm. with the movement of, I know, I kind of feel like hiking and being in the outdoors should be inclusive for everyone. And I feel as though, you know, we have this almost ability to throw shade on the people that are quite glamorous looking and the people that do choose to hike in makeup or the people that are quite skinny, but we also don't know about them or their plights or hey. their story. I've their got a good example And of some that. people do just honestly feel more like themselves in a full face of makeup. And if that's how you feel, hmm. by all means, hike so, in the wilderness in your full face of makeup. What, like, what? why do we judge them because of it? And it's yeah. kind of the same with women in the outdoors. When I used to be single and I was on Tinder, a lot of my photos were hiking photos because it's like, this is me. Yeah. If you're not into you're that. You're going to be in my yeah, world. Whatever. Be hiking. And so many people would yeah. be like, oh, you want to go out hiking together? And it's like, well, actually, you're a stranger. I'm not going in a car with you for two plus hours yeah. to drive out to I the wilderness where there's no phone reception. And they're like, oh, well, then why do you have so many hiking photos up if you're not looking for someone to take you hiking? And it's like, no, I can take myself hiking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I get what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I don't think like... And it's in our group, we're female only, but all of our leaders are 100% no. They are welcome to run events with men on it, with children on it, with dogs mm. on it, as long as they stipulate that in the description. Yeah. We've had events with dogs and with children, and mm. I think the only ones that anyone's put up that men can come to have been movie nights. But, like, it's not that we don't like men. Like, most of... And I, and I like, don't you know, we all have... Many yeah. people have partners and boyfriends of and course. close guy friends. It's more so just, like... And it's the same with running, being a bit slower. It's the same with wanting to take lots of photos. Yeah. Like, photo, like we don't go out just to take photos, but like it is yeah. a big component of it. We love taking group shots. We love 
I wouldn't be nearly into as hiking as much as I probably would be without Instagram. Like, without seeing people's photos and without mm. being so inspired by all of those places, mm-hmm. Melbourne Girls Outside probably wouldn't even exist. Mm-hmm. And that's not me saying that, like, I am the one contingent to Melbourne Girls Outside existing, but I'm saying, like, you know, it's a, a trigger of events and things. And I just kind of feel as though, yes, the mansplaining can be annoying and, like, the hitting on you can be annoying, but the barriers that women face isn't just that make it a women only space for me and for our group isn't men hitting on you or men mansplaining you it's feeling safe and secure to be able to give a try to give a try to feel like you don't have to impress anyone to feel like you can sweat up a storm and be Mm. ratchet as hell and not feel like you need to be impressing anyone it's to feel like you can stop to take those photos it's to feel like you can be supported and there will be like-minded people. Mm. And because so many of us at different point in our times have not felt that concession from men, mm. that it's, it seems to be a safer space to do it initially without men. Mm. So it's not... No, I agree. And it's not about like hating men. And I don't believe that for a, a second. Like I know, I know 100% what you say. It's just what I'm seeing, I suppose, again, the, the whole point of asking this, this uh, question is education for myself in comparison to my own thoughts on everything, because everything I'm seeing, there are more female-only groups that I know of. Like, God forbid the guy who decides to create a male-only group, he will get slaughtered. I wouldn't even care about that. No, 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 no. no. I had a lot of requests for that. You, you girls wouldn't, because you're a certain frame of mind, but there are a lot of other girls out there that I know would absolutely destroy that bloke if he ever did it. My and boyfriend I guarantee wants to make a group for guys that don't want to go hiking. <laughs> Just sit around like a man cave, basically. Yeah, just, just, just sit around and just like, talk we'll, about we'll the fact that we don't like hiking. Guys all go yeah, so this is what I'm getting at is like we've got those, I rattle off all these names, and you know, and, and I'm really keen to hear what you want to say mm. as well, Michelle. But um, I just feel like there's this perception out there that there is not enough opportunity for girls to go out hiking when everything else that I'm seeing suggests otherwise. So, say for example, when we first started. Mm. Uh, the Herald Sun read an article on it, which was on us, which was great. Yeah. Uh, on the, off the back of that concrete playground, also yep. read an article on it. Yep. Remember it well. We spoke. Laura wrote the piece for us. She wrote beautifully. Yep. Um, you know about what we stood for and how we were trying to empower people, and we supplied photos to them. They opted not to use our photos, which was completely fine. Yeah. But the photo that they chose to put at the banner of our article were two women passively sitting on a cliff watching men surf. Yeah. And oh. that was written by yeah. a female. It was proofed and yeah. published by a female. But her editor would have had something to do that picture, yeah? That would so, have been her. Like not, it, not disputing what yeah, you're saying. No, yeah, no, but I was yeah. saying that, uh, like yeah. that there's still this perception in society that yeah. that's an okay thing to do, that you can talk about like empowering women. Yeah. And it was like, you know, the ladies only adventure group that you must, like that you want to join. Yeah. And it was literally like to... The stock photo. Made yeah. up females. Yeah. But like it's the stock photos, have you seen the statistics of the stock photos over time? Like the most common stock photo from four years ago versus now is amazing. Mm. Like, you know, it used to be some like preppy little chick and now it's this epic mountaineering chick. Like mm. it's it's really progressed. But yeah. like of all the <laughs> stock photos that they had on top of all the ones that we provided yep. them. And it That's took us a with. week straight of emailing every single contact email that we could possibly find before it progressed to a nondescript picture of someone lacing up a hiking boot. Uh, so it's a better way. Rochelle. So, no, to your question yeah. about, so there's all these women's groups, right? Yeah. And 
from your experience, there's probably more women in the mixed groups than, than yep. not. Yep. My theory on that is the fact that um, it's still relatively new that kind of women understand that the outdoors is for them. Yep. Um, guys already have their, their, their own little friendship posse that they've all had, like, say, for instance, mountain biking. Yep. So there's a few women's only mountain biking groups. But when I'm out on the trails, there's always, like, groups of... Four Three or five four guys. Yeah, yeah. So they're the blokes that have been they've been doing that together since they were kids, or they've been yep. doing it together since they were um, in uni. Yeah. So they're all doing it. They, I think, women, women don't naturally have other adventurous buddies from their past. Okay. Yep. Like their friendship groups generally aren't. I mean, a lot of what I hear is that. Oh, none of my friends are into adventure, so I need to find a group to find new friends who are into the stuff that I am. Yeah. So that's what I think. That's why women are attracted to groups, whereas the guys from early on have already got their own little groups that go it alone. Yeah. Um, and it's and it's funny, like people I've been asked about. Oh, you should set up a men's group because I know lots of men who'd be keen to get involved with something like this. Mm. Um. And they're the men who are coming into it later in life. Yeah. Um, so they're, they're kind of, they, they don't have their posse of guys. Know, yeah. So I think that's, that's my thoughts on why. Okay. Um, I think it's very true. None, yeah. of, none of my pre-Girls at Hike friends yeah. are into hiking at all. I've got no yeah, idea. And that's, I, honestly, that's, that's one of two reasons why I feel a lot of people will, will join a group or, or they just don't go is because... They don't know where to go or they don't have anyone to go with. Yeah, yeah. exactly. I think as well, a lot of um, guys mm. will just go out and give it a crack. Yeah. So they will yeah. not have the right gear. Like, you know, I've seen yep. people doing Wells Cave in like Bloodstones yeah, yeah. and like jeans. Yeah. and She'll be right, mate. All good. Just, yep. you know, she'll be right. I don't know how to navigate. I don't have any of the right gear, but like yep. I'll give it a but crack. But I'll sort it out, yeah. Whereas girls are kind of... Okay stereotypically tend to be a bit more cautious. Well, we're like, told to I be careful. I don't children. have the right kind of gear. Mm, what yeah. if I get lost? What if I... And mm. it's not even like I don't want to go by myself because I might... Something bad might happen to me. It's more like I might get injured and then who's yeah. going to find me or who's going to... Like, not everyone can afford straight off the bat to just buy a pill. But, but that's yeah, an internal thing. Like, like I might get injured or this might yeah, happen to me or that might internal. happen to you. But it's not like... I suppose the community is saying that if you go out there by yourself, love, you are going to get hurt. Mm, well, I don't no, know. Have you read no, some of that? Yeah. yeah. I a bit of that. Okay. Yeah. I think Talk that is. And mm. as, as, as children, we're, okay, so a little boy and a little girl. So if we're, yep. if you think about when we were kids, yep. as little boys, you were encouraged to go climb the tree, you'll fall out of the tree, whatever. Mm. As a little girl, oh, you be careful. Be careful. Mm. Oh, don't do that. You might hurt yourself. It's the same as like Jill Mayer and the comedian recently and stuff. Mm. It's what were they wearing at that hour? What were they doing at that hour? Like, yeah, yeah. So we're as women, we're told very, very early on that we need to look out for ourselves and we need to be careful and we need Mm. to um, just basically don't do anything risky Mm. because we need to look out for ourselves because it's a big, scary world out there. We're, We're told about this big, scary world. Um, I mean, some of us are quite blessed. That just give the, the fingers to the big yeah. scary world. And I'm like, I, I don't care. I do these cycle trips solo. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I don't care. But the amount of people that say to me, 
that's the first thing that most people say. Don't you get scared? Mm. And funnily, always. it's not always from men either. It'll be no, from it's other mostly women. from women. They'll yeah. say, "Oh, that's I couldn't do that. That's scary. What if yeah. what if this happens to you?" Because that's what we've been conditioned yeah. from childhood. And it's like getting in a car yeah. with a strange man. Yeah. Like I would a hundred times over feel a lot easier about having another lady pick me up. Then and yeah, we jump and into Ubers because... all day every day with random <laughs> yeah. strangers. But that's just because of the message that we're constantly told. Mm. Like, you know, don't talk to strangers. Don't do this with random men. Don't like... Yeah. I think, John, getting back to what you were asking yeah, yeah. and saying, is there... Um, you were saying oh, the opportunities, that, that there aren't opportunities, but all this sort of proves that there are. Yeah. Like, basically. Yeah. I, I don't see that there aren't opportunities. I think there's definitely plenty. opportunities. Yeah. No, this and, is I, I, and I don't know. I feel and like there's, there's no, a, and there's yeah. no barriers for us to go out there. Right. I think out, there's barriers in, as individuals. I think there's barriers and it probably comes back to what you're saying, Rochelle. Yeah. Um, for individual women, there's probably that fear of the unknown, the fear of, you know, will I get hurt? What, yep. Where will I go? All that stuff because of yep. our conditioning. Yeah. Um, I don't think that men have put that barrier in the industry mm. or, or the hiking or outdoors community. Yep. I don't think they've put that barrier the there. The world has. It's just, it's just how it is. Yeah. Mm. There are plenty of opportunities, clearly. Like, there's three groups sitting here now. And that's what um, I'm sort of getting at because I, yeah. I feel like there is that perception from girls who think that th- there's nothing for them. Yeah, well, or the, the, yeah. whether it be like an inspirational person like Tara or, or yeah. Cara right through to the groups that you girls are running. Yeah. Like, excuse my language, but I just find it like those people who have that, it's more, I was going to say a bit of bullshit and I feel like it is because, and that could be an internal thing. And look, as you were pointing out before, like people who maybe come to your groups, they have the, those demons and, and, and no one can do anything for that person apart from themselves. Yeah. But in terms of the opportunities about it, that there's nothing or there's not, there's nothing out there, but they're limited compared to guys. I just don't buy into that at all. Yeah, I don't um, agree with that. Yeah, exactly. Right. And and I think but with the more just we don't talk, know about I it. Think, no, I think but uh, but you know what? That, that, I I don't agree with that either because we are in such a, a world now where the information stuff. is yeah. at, the, at our fingertips. Mm-hmm. The way I find or connected with you and you and then even you yourself was through social media and the, the amount of the amount of connections and the information and blogs and. The, the Adventure Women's Tour that's coming through Melbourne yeah. very soon, all this sort of stuff, it's all available to us. So to say that there's no, what, what do you want to call it? There's no opportunities to find information on it. Again, I, I disagree. Yeah. I think that the reason we know that that's all out there is because we're in it. Because we're in it. I had somebody tell me today, someone who joined up, um, she said, oh, I'd never heard of Meetup. Oh, but that's still, common. all the time. And, and still yeah. all the time. But... The thing is, is loads of people have never yeah. heard about the Adventure Film Festival. Like, unless something is on a current affair, or it's in the Herald Sun, or, or like inherent, some, some, inherent, of members, inherently... some of our members are literally like, I joined this group because yeah. my mum read yeah. about your thing yeah. in the paper, and she called me and she told me yeah. that I should join your group because of the paper. Mm. We were probably in the paper because one of our co-founders is associated with the paper. Like, mm. we were quite... That's you know, cool. It's yeah, not what you know. It's who yeah, you know, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But and that's like, fine. not everyone has the opportunity to be in the paper. No, no, but we're not talking about paper. Yeah, but we're talking about to... is I can jump on my phone right now and chuck in girls hiking group Melbourne, and all three of your groups are going to pop up. Without but doubt. you, you don't necessarily know that you want to hike. 
Yeah. No, I, but even but even not like all right, let's get away from the group. Let's talk about yeah. hiking information in general. So yeah, you, that's you easy go, to find. If you go group, down yeah. one rap, one little top top yeah, of the funnel, go, yeah. all of a sudden you get into the rabbit hole. You totally. find me. You find you girls. You find um, Darren from Trail Hiking Australia. You find Michael from Green Trails. Um, you know, if you if you were to search most of the top. Uh, hikes here in Melbourne or what people might consider you're going to find me you're going to find Darren you're going to find Park Victoria you're going to find Michael and, and you know if you girls start blogging as well it doesn't take much to outrank Park Victoria I'll give you that much I think, yeah. and look that's no. how it's exactly how I started when yeah. I went out solo for six months I was I think I keyed into Google walks yeah. in the Dandenongs or yeah. something like that explore the Dandenongs yeah. came yes. up fantastic yeah. so many oh wow and then I found hikes. Hiking Society yeah. that's when I bombarded you with messages <laughs> <laughs> John, I, I want to go here. What's that chat called? Yeah. There's no excuse. But yeah, if right. people are looking, there's no excuse. And I think, he, again, as we all yeah. know, and I, I know, and I, I completely agree because we're in it. Mm. But if you've got that natural curiosity, yeah. the first place you're always going to go is probably online and Google because it's easy. Well, we I weren't think... in it at one stage. No, we weren't. That's it. But so we had what? to find it. Neither was I. So how did we find yeah. it? We found it because of Google. Google. Mm. Yeah. So, I think though, yeah. like for you to say that the barriers that women face are all like individual barriers probably mm. it's not it's not fully accurate no but so, let, let, let me summarize that when i when i said that it was more about it's internal like if if someone's got an issue that they've had like their marriage is broken down that in itself is a is a barrier and nothing i can do or you girls can do for that lady you could change anything for her unless she somehow works it out for herself so that in itself i agree that is a barrier but in terms of what you were just mentioning, like, I don't know. Like, I'd say that as you progress, mm. you'd know this because, you know, you've got certain business elements attached to the hiking society and to mm. your blog and stuff mm. that um, <clears throat> women, what are the right words we touched on when we were in the Blue Mountains, um, that women are not only competing against everyone in the market, but they're also competing against other women. So like, it kind of seems like in this space Mm -hmm. that, um, because women in adventure is such a hot topic Mm. that it's kind of like, Oh, you're the women in adventure group. And like, people always assume that there's all this competition between us because we need to be the best. And it's Mm. like, well, we don't, we just, a lot of us all just want to support each other. But Mm. at the same time, I'm sure that, uh, Caro, mm. for example, yep. in the life of Fresh Air or whatever, may not receive the same quality of offers that you would in the hiking society. Because She's still, sponsored by MacPack. No, I'm not. I'm not talking about like brand ambassador <laughs> okay. agreements, uh, but I'm sorry. talking yep. about like straight up business opportunities or agreements. And it's as we were talking about before, like you can't eat socks. So say like <laughs> women quite frequently, they get asked to do things in exchange for giving an item. Whereas quite frequently for men, they will get offered cash, cash, or they will get offered. I've never once been offered cash for any of the stuff I've done. But you know, and it's kind of like if I think a lot of women in this space still also, whether it's to their own detriment or not, feel like we're imposters. Like we feel like a lot of women before us have mm-hmm. have worked yeah. very hard to get us to this point, mm. and that we're almost and riding, riding on the and that we're riding yeah. on the coattails, and okay. that we don't fully understand our own worth, our own power. We don't know how to ask for things. We still, I'm sure when applying for grants, feel like we're not worthy. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, when we're asking for things of companies, don't when we're asking for support. Yeah. Like for me, for bills, example. Socks do not pay the bills. Me, for example, like I'm a, I'm a yeah. conflict crier. If 
Me too. I get to a certain point where I'm too emotionally invested in something. I just want to get out of that. Just and it's kind of like, so it's not necessarily that we face barriers of men being more powerful than women or anything. Yep. It's more so that there are particular spaces that have previously been male dominated and whether yep. the way of the ones that have been able to fight our way to get there or if we are, yep. have had the doors open by people before us that we still don't feel as grounded in the space to be able to request them. It's the same as... And it's the same in, in most work places. And you know, it's like the... You don't feel like you can go in and get what you, you feel you're worth. Yeah. And it's like the this girl... Can Vic? Uh, no, no, not not the Victorian. Girls one. make this, your move. Girl make girls make you move. Girls yeah. make you move. So girls make you move recently asked tribe and paid, um, you know, like a marketing thing, and they um, spent over six hundred thousand dollars on paying this advertising company to pay social media influencers to post posts uh, promoting their campaign. Some uh-huh. of which were individuals that were pro strict dieting pro epic weight loss and sponsored by um alcohol companies so not Mm. supporting health Mm -hmm. um but could you think of all those women's groups that you read out before Mm. how much good they would be able to do with six hundred thousand dollars worth oh no no i i completely agree and i thought that was uh, it was a disgrace and i know that caro puts and she basically the same thing like why don't you sling us six hundred hundred thousand because i i won't i won't name the media company in the lab but i was at a conference recently because my you know my side job my full-time job is social media marketing so it was along this conference and this lovely lady got up and started speaking about women's rights and empowering women and all this sort of stuff that, you know, we're all just been talking about the last half an hour. And I think, oh, this is going to be really good because you know, I'm interested in finding out, hence why I'm asking you girls the question. And then she goes, yeah, we've got this really awesome campaign. We've put all this work into it. It's going to be amazing. And we want to show you basically the trailer, the the, the, the commercial for it. So she rolls it out. She's And mind you, she's prefaced this whole thing about empowerment and inclusive and diversification, all this sort of shit. All right. And she rolls out, and every girl in that campaign looked like they just step, stepped off the uh, the catwalk from a Victoria's Secret model mm-hmm. show. Yeah. And I thought, you're standing, oh, I'm with Karen, and I'm like, you're basically, you've just cannibalized the whole thing that you're trying to do. This whole message that you're yeah. trying to like get out there, and you stand there, and you're like up and about about it, and you've just, I just sat down and I'm like, you just what shut a, what, it down. What a waste of yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. Whereas I would have loved to see the three of you and Cara and Tara and, and Janae up north and all that's like that sort of stuff. Just normal. And it's just, just normal. normal. Authentic people, people. real yeah. people doing cool shit in the outdoors. Yeah. And it's yeah. just so crap as well because yeah. like these massive, like these government groups. funded thing yeah. has just like stained the crap out of that whole scenario so yes. me personally i was featured as their sporty sister in february so for a full month they featured me and it was work that i'd done for nothing in exchange like i provided them details and photos and mm. answered questions for mm. them and i was featured and now i'm like constantly linked to this terrible yeah, campaign where they're now. promoting yeah. skinny alcohol can you sponsored not, people can and you it's not like though, well, get i don't out want people and- to then assimilate me and what i do with but can you not get out actively speak out against that? Go, yes, I was involved, but in no way, shape, or form, the way it's been portrayed across the board, in no way, shape, or form, do I support that marketing angle. But you could go and do that. But it's like nobody, 
You Nobody couldn't. cares though, right? Bullshit. So it's kind of like Caroline Pemberton wrote this beautiful yep. open letter, sent it to all of the people. Yep. You know, did, what response has she got? What traction has it got? Who no, 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 but, but Nobody, you like, saying no is exactly what they want it to be. You saying, uh-uh, I ain't standing for that. And with respect, when you want to be, you can be quite outspoken. I'd be leveraging Tomorrow, <laughs> that's a great thing. And I, and I would encourage you to go... No, I'm not. Oh, yes, I'm a part of it, but please understand those people who are looking at that campaign in no way, shape, or form. Do and I if support anyone had contacted me, I would. Ball, but, I, I, you know right. what? I, I would encourage you. Get to, on the front foot. Bloody yeah. oath. You have to make. Again, girls make your move. Tamara, make your move. <laughs> I did. I was there. Forty sister in February. <laughs> yeah, Mrs. February. But do you know what I mean? You're about to be like, a different mood <laughs> in August. Yeah, t- but t- telling yourself that, that or, or sort of say, the, the more you were to say that to yourself, of course you're going to go. Yeah, I'll, that's not going to come off. But you'd be like, no, no, if, you, if you're that passionate about what it, you know, it sounds like you are, right? Get on the front foot and, and mm. like say something about it. Because then, you know what? Then I've got two young daughters who are 10 and 8. They see someone and they go, you know what? She stood up for herself. How good's that? Yeah. And you're influencing like, generations down the line. I think so too. And yeah. I think, you know, getting back to what you're saying, it, it's interesting. I'm listening to this conversation going yeah. on and I feel... Probably not a part of it in a lot of ways. Okay. And the reason I don't is because I think it depends on where your particular group is at. Yep. And where potentially where it's heading. Yep. Um, my group is not at the level of, you know, Melbourne Girls Outside escaping a comfort zone or hiking society. It's really just a, you know, I've... I've the first to admit, I don't know anything about technology, so I'm feeling my way with that. But gee, I reckon I've done pretty good. You were doing something. Awesome. No, you are. You're doing a really good Someone job. Someone else got <laughs> that. Hey, Linktree. Someone who's in the social media market. I don't even fucking clue. I found Linktree. You found Linktree, right? But seriously, the thing is, I don't have. We don't have a um a website or anything. I mean, I bought the domain name and all that stuff, but we don't have that. So I don't feel. Um, I guess for our group, it's just a group that. We're just getting out there doing stuff outside. That's great, and that's and, all it needs to and be. And we don't necessarily want, want it to... Right. At this point, yeah. um, we're not doing the whole marketing strategy. We're not doing the... Getting the businesses on board. I mean, if anyone if anyone wants to come on board, that's great. <laughs> um, but, you know, we're not about that sort of the corporate... And that's okay. So, oh, yeah. yeah, there's nothing so wrong with that So it's interesting hearing everyone else's perspective... Um, we're just sort of plodding along and putting on our hikes each weekend and that's all there is to it. And that's all there is to it. Some Instagram posts and, and because, our Facebook page and our meetup. Because when I started, that's yeah. all I wanted mine yeah. to be. But then, you know what? I got back from New Zealand this year and I sat down at my desk and this is after doing, you know, almost, you know, probably three years of hiking, whatever. And I sat down at my, and I don't, you know, as you guys know, I'm, I'm quite into it and I love it and all this, but it wasn't until I sat down at my desk and for five minutes I sat there and I go, what the hell am I doing? That's exactly what I remember you telling me that. I literally, like, you know, my old boss might be listening to this or he might, I don't know. But I literally, I sat there and I was like, what the hell am I doing? And I reckon for two weeks I was in a mini state of depression Mm. because I got so hooked on what I just accomplished that I, you know, set something up Mm. with two of my mates and we went out and did it and I came back and I was feeling pumped and, you know, it it was amazing. And, um, yeah, I'm just like, but that's, that was how I kind of... And then I'm like, right, now my group's gone from being here and I'm slowly but surely just turning the needle that way and it's going to go somewhere else in the next 12 months, just like with yours and your group's at a certain level and tomorrow's group's at a certain level. And that, that doesn't really... And you don't know what's going to yeah, happen. Yeah, but the, the point is, 
you know, it doesn't matter that your group, you're saying, you know, you don't feel like you're part of the conversation, but I can guarantee you there are so many ladies out there from 38 onwards who look at your group and go, that's an opportunity that I didn't necessarily have um, six months ago. And that's all we want to be. Yeah, I don't want to be yeah, part yeah. of John's group. Mm. I don't want to be part of, like, mm. I, don't, you know, I like what Tamara's doing, but, you know, maybe not. And, and the same with you, mm. but, like, mm. we've got your group here in Melbourne doing what you're doing, and, and that's okay. And I think that's fine. Yeah. It's so shocking be, when, like, all the numbers come, though, isn't it? It's like, where have you all come from? Right. <laughs> but the thing is, <laughs> but, but, <laughs> but at the same time, don't think you're not part of the conversation. Because as I just pointed out before, I would have loved for that campaign that like, that lady was spooking about at that conference a couple of weeks ago to feature someone like yourself, you, all from different walks yeah, of the female mm-hmm. outdoor community. Yeah. Talking about your experience, you know what? I, I love the fact that like you've got someone like Alyssa Azar. Like I've had a little bit to do with her dad. Like she, like again, at her, to, her at she's the youngest um, Australian girl to summit Mount Everest twice, North and South. She's amazing. Um, but yeah, so someone like her, like she, she, she's perfect for something like that because she's from the sort of younger generation. Yeah. And you know, and and trying to like you know show these young girls that yes, it, you can be courageous, you can be brave, and yes. you can go out and do this. And it's it's freaking amazing the message that her and her dad yeah. uh, awesome. are sending out to like girls like you know my two as well that need those people. Not you know my girl, my girls yeah, ten and eight they might look at someone who might be like say my mum's age and go well what do you know? But they see a girl who's only ten years older than them yeah. doing this sort of stuff. That's empowering. Yeah. Totally. I can't for the life of me remember her name, but she spoke at the first Gutsy. Well, it was Dirty Girls then, but the first Gutsy Girls last year. She was like 16 or 17, and she'd done both of... She'd done the pole and the green land oh, pole, yeah. and then she was on her way to do the South Pole. And she was saying mm-hmm. in the lead-up to it that Bridget. some guy had been trolling her on social media and was like, get in the kitchen and make me a sandwich. Oh, and I she didn't respond to any of it whatsoever. She but when she was so out well. there, she was like, you know what? I'm going to well, make him a sandwich. So she like went on out, went to the pole with a plate on her sandwich and was like, you know what, dude, come get it. <laughs> I read that. That was I would like so to cool. see you get here. Yeah. Yeah. Like, screw you. Yeah, yeah exactly. And I, I really enjoyed following Alyssa as well. And actually, randomly, I was going to say before, um, one of one of our original leaders who's who's now kind of my second in charge, she started two years ago with us pretty much not walking at all. At the moment, she's on day three of Mount Kilimanjaro oh, with Alyssa. Oh, really? Yeah, so she's up there with Glenn and Alyssa. So her name's Sarah. Yep. And and the thing is, is someone, so someone like Alyssa who's done these summits, she's still there, like, encouraging other people and supporting anyone. And how's that little girl who's with her? I think the little girl, she's like... 10 or 11. Oh, really? She's up with them as well. Oh, really? Yeah. Fine. Yeah. So, uh, we'll probably wrap it up. Another, <laughs> just quickly, another five minutes. I, I need something to say. I have something to say about the, um, the, I the barriers. I didn't get my... Oh, no, oh, oh, oh no. Sorry. No. Go. It's go. Okay. No, no, go. Um, and, and, it's, and it's kind of totally different. And I mean, yeah. we didn't map out... To, I didn't map out to start with that it's only going to be women. It just kind of happened yeah. that way. But one of the early things that I identified was... Um, a lot of my the women who come to mind suffer from um, anxiety, speci- specifically social anxiety. Yep. That's a really big issue, particularly with plus size women. Yep. Um, and a lot of the questions to start with is, can I bring my husband? I do everything I do is with my husband, or can I bring my boyfriend because I feel most comfortable? And it got to the point where I I said I started saying I said no, and the reason for saying no 
is I wanted to encourage women mm. to stand alone. Without awesome. a security blanket. No crutch. Without the yep. security blanket. That's awesome. And Good for you. And that's been really amazing. Like, And so some people have kind of come and they're like, I've got my own life now. Yeah. Absolutely. I, I, I didn't know what this was. Like mm-hmm. I, before I was just, I was mum and I was wife. Yeah. Yeah. But now I'm finding yeah, me. Badass mm-hmm. adventure. And that's so, yeah, yeah. that's so. It's beautiful. Um, yeah, yeah, so that's it's, awesome. it's awesome. So that there, like kind of removing that crutch um, is very daunting, but it's, it's, it's telling people, I believe in you as you are. Yeah. I believe in you as you. Mm. Um, so totally. that's been amazing yeah. for us. Yeah. Final question. Where are our groups headed tomorrow? Where's Melbourne Girls Outside going? What's the plan, if at all? Um, I think our plan is just to continue supporting as many members as we can to try and do as many different things as they would like to do. Yeah. And where can we find you on Facebook, Instagram, website? Chance to plug yourself. (laughs) Our Instagram handle is Outside. Our website is com. Oh no! Um, and our Facebook <laughs> group is. is Melbourne Girls Outside. Yeah, um, and that's yeah, a closed Facebook group. Just yeah, yep. so it's women like only have to be approved. Yep. The same with our meetup meetup group, group yeah, which is on meetup.com. Um, yep. So yeah, and right. um, we also recently launched a blog which you featured on. Right? I did. Yeah. yeah, thank you. Appreciate that. Yeah. yeah. Friends. <laughs> <laughs> no collaboration, and that's the game. <laughs> yes. that's the game. It actually is, Andrea. Where's Lady Bears on the Loose Titty? John, who knows? Like, yeah. It's not seven months yet, and I've and just put part. some new... You'll invite um, us to the first birthday party. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> um, I've just put on, because I've realised all of a sudden I can't actually do it all on my own. So um, I've put just got some new admins on. So yep. thank you, ladies. Yeah. Um, and all that's on our Facebook group, which is a closed group. Yep. Our meetup, we're on there. Um, and we're on Instagram. It's all ladybirds on the loose. loose. Where we're heading, who knows? I'm just just, just rolling with it. Just gonna roll with it yeah. at this point. No, great. no great plans. And that that's a really exciting thing, I think. It's like, I mean, look, I, I don't know what is happening in my group, but it's just like the fact that you're out there doing something. I think that's the most exciting part. And I think that, that's as long it, yeah. as all of our intentions are to support people rather than to it's intent, yeah, you know. Commercialize it, make billions, it or to make billions. <laughs> I ain't gonna make billions. We're all gonna make no. Yeah. <laughs> well, Remember, in, in fact, you end up probably less less well off financially yeah. for yeah, a while. You keep going on you adventures keep, and you keep wanting to do yeah. fun things. Yeah. But well, just even the cost of meetup and stuff like that. But anyway, yeah. that's a whole other thing. Yeah. Yeah. Michelle, <laughs> me. Um, so we've got quite a few things on the go. Um, mm-hmm. Expanding out to regional Victoria. We've just recently expanded out to Gippsland. Mm-hmm. Um, Canberra is coming along great guns as well. Mm-hmm. I'm training some new leaders up there. Um, we've also got plans to um, expand out. So what we recognise is we're a body positive women's hiking group. Mm-hmm but there's not much body positive about a bunch of white women. So um, we're looking to basically um, expand out so that we can encourage people from um, other backgrounds. Yep. Um, So other cultural backgrounds as as well as refugee women. Yep. Um, And we've actually got a Pick My Project project which is on the go at the moment so a bit of a plug here go for it you can vote for us at uh, pickmyproject.vic.gov.au 
um, you need to put your suburb of Hoppers Crossing in. Uh-huh. And you can find us there. We're trying to get a grant to get a minibus so that we can actually pick these women up and take them out to our amazing Because outdoors. transportation is our single most biggest barrier to getting to events. And uh-huh. guess what? Maybe you girls can rent our van once we get it. <laughs> wow. That's the game. <laughs> and I would also like to acknowledge the fact, and, I, and I'm ashamed to say I didn't say this stuff, but we've also got Joe here who's been sitting in the background taking amazing photos of us talking about all things outdoors at the it's moment. Like the paparazzi. So, paparazzi. <laughs> so, look, if you aren't following her on Instagram at the moment, JC Adventure Images, I highly recommend that you do because her images are absolutely awesome. I've done a bit of hiking with her and, um, yeah, she's really good at what she does. So, if you're not following her, you're missing out. So, um, yeah, just to wrap up, look, thanks for everyone for coming along for a chat and talking about it, uh, the outdoors and what's happening in our individual groups and, and just the community in general. Uh, look, I've got a lot of respect for all three of you for what you're doing and in, in your own little uh, niches and, and how you're just encouraging women and just, you know, people in general just to get into the outdoors because I think, as you said, Tamara, uh, if our intention is is that and that's all it is, well, that's, that's a really good thing. So, yeah. yeah, thanks very much for... And, John, just a thank you to you as well mm. for basically being the glue that's kind of supported... Well, you've supported each of us mm. individually yeah, over the years in various ways. Totally. Yeah, um, we were floundering around at the beginning. That's <laughs> <laughs> good. I, just, I, just, I don't know. I just like doing this stuff. It's just fun. Like, you know, I kind of look at all this stuff I'm doing as on the side as my full-time job even though i'm not getting paid much for it but and my full-time job where that's paying me all that stuff to do all this sort of stuff is kind of like almost like my side gig really yep. <laughs> you know yeah. what i mean like yeah. so yeah but no yeah we're for full-time work that supports i know yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> dollar dollar yeah um so yeah um that wraps up episode nine of the city outdoors podcast um follow us on the hiking society on facebook and instagram and we are also with their website as well at thehikingsociety.com.au. I will catch you next time.